This is the Coaching Life Podcast, episode number 156, and this is a very special day. If you're watching Spotify or watching the podcast today, look at this. We are on, for the first time, video podcasting. Good to see you, Pat. Yeah, good to see you, Coach. coach. We, good to uh, see you, Coach. My saw. bad. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> Cody. Sorry, Cody. Cody Bale. <laughs> We're going to call him out because he's the one that told you that I didn't call that I don't call you coach, and so I'm I'm just calling well, Cody out I right now. Heard of him from several people <laughs> from Team Pat. That's right. <laughs> I think now that they can actually see us, we probably lost uh, some viewers. Well, actually, I can say viewers now. Already, they're turning it off already. <laughs> well, as you can see, I'm I'm actually in our studio today. And it's and, and you're in a wooden room. <laughs> you've got you've got wood all around you there. Now this is our you, you had some here. other appointments today. This has been a busy week for both of us. Oh, we're, we're not yeah, getting our podcast yeah, done busy. until Friday. So, yeah. but hey, if this turns out good, it'll be worth the wait. Monumental, a monumental yes. episode right here. One step closer Watch. to ESPN. Yeah, watch out, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, we may go beyond ESPN. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, how's the uh, weather up there in Athens? Oh, oh yeah, we've we got we to get that obligatory weather. It's terrible. It's, it's raining today. So yeah, I, parked right, I parked right there, right outside, right outside the studio. And so I'm keeping my eyes on my truck because I have just enough money in the meter to get us to, to 2 o'clock. All right, and so you have a meeting at two o'clock. So our goal is, is, is to be off here. So, uh, but I have seen the We're meter. Probably not going to hit. I've seen the meter We're not guy. Not very good at that. <laughs> right, but I've seen. Oh, you he's did? giving tickets. Yeah, he's out there in the daggone rain giving tickets. So these guys are ruthless, man. Absolutely ruthless in this <laughs> hey, town. They're just doing their job, coach. You're right. They're doing their job, <laughs> squeezing every penny they can saw- from us. Park our fo- poor folks that got to park outside here. Have you seen the video where the guy is looking at a car, or a car, and he's like, "Well, would you look at that? Would you just look at that?" You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. You don't. Well, anyways, I don't know what his name is, but I was watching one of his videos the other day, and uh, he came on uh, up onto a, uh, a person that gives parking tickets. What is okay. that? A meter maid. I don't know. I don't know if called. that's, yeah, I don't It's probably, yeah, I I'm guarantee that's, it that's not the name today. But, but Yeah, right, right. But uh, he gets up there and he's like, hey, 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 what are you doing? And the the lady's like, well, look, read the sign. He's like, wait, you're not giving me a ticket, are you? And she's like, well, yeah, you can't park here. And he's, he's like, oh, come on, give me a break. Come here. And he starts, to, you know, the confrontation begins. And then he looks down, he's like, oh, this isn't in my car. Sorry about that. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah. And she looks at him like, what? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, since we are limited in time, we probably should get down to business, you think? Let's get to work. Got a good, got a good show ahead of us today. Hope so. Yeah. Now, we are going to talk about – we're going to give – so it's, it's, it's that time of year. I mean, I should probably – we should bring us in with some Christmas music, really, because it's that time of year, right, for Christmas That's music. That's true. Uh, we'll, we'll have to get in, we'll have to get on that next week. 
but I feel like th this is the time of year where you make lists and you think about like you evaluate, you know, where you've been, where you're going, and 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 it's it's a list, you know, you, you know, what you want, making a list, checking it twice, well, the things like that. Commercialized yeah. exactly the event that is Christmas. <laughs> 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 nah, I like Christmas. You're getting there. You're coming around. You're coming around. That's right. Chastity's bringing you around. You've probably been more. You've, you've probably done a little more Christmas shopping than I have. I bet you haven't. Oh, okay. Chastity's. Well, I've gone zero times. So I don't know. If, I don't know about I, you. I've condoned it. Okay. <laughs> or supported. You've it. carried bags and sat in the chairs in the department store watching football no we like have a good dad good husband been out a lot yeah and we've we've used online shopping you don't have a lot to, over the last few years yeah you don't have to go shopping anymore i know but i miss that and i like that's the one thing about the christmas season not the one thing but <laughs> it's something that i remember from my childhood and like every once in a while i just want to go to the mall and just sit in a chair yeah eat a pretzel and watch everyone else freak out about what they need to get people for, Christmas for everyone yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah listen to the There's music something soothing that well it probably did you did you do that when you were a child did your parents take you it's nostalgic yeah probably. oh yeah we, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. i i actually believe it or not i understand that i i get that i i yeah. i feel that yeah you don't get most of the things that i say is that what you're saying but i get that <laughs> <laughs> I bet we'll be on the same page quite a bit here. We didn't compare lists because we haven't even talked yeah, we'll to each see. other today. But we have a list here. We have a list that we want to share with everybody, and that's this. What, what Pat and I, what Coach Martin and Coach Stewart, or Coach Martin and Chris Stewart believe to be the top ten. <laughs> Let's do ten. Okay. I don't know. We might not get to ten. Top, we'll just say top attributes of a great coach. What makes a great coach? Particularly, oh, are we doing great coach or are we doing youth coach? Well, well, yeah, I think so. Particularly high school and down, right? Like youth, honestly, amateur. It's the same. Yeah, it's going to be the same. <laughs> but but there is there are some nuanced differences when you get up into the college and professional ranks. And so let's just say sure. from high school coaching down, what what are what are some of the attributes that we believe to be uh, characteristics of a great of a great uh, coach? Yep. So that's where we're at. That's where we're going today. So I'll start her off. Start us off. Uh, enthusiasm, passion. Yeah, you agree. I think That's you know we talk a lot of times, and we've talked about this in the past about making the game fun. Yeah. And everyone kind of racks their brain about you know how do how do we make practice fun? How do we make you know the pressure situations during games fun? And I think a lot of that can come from the excitement and the positive energy that we show as coaches and especially in a youth environment kids feed off of that energy and that Absolutely. enthusiasm and it doesn't what regardless of what the situation is whether it's practice or a game you know a good game a bad game uh, the enthusiasm and showing your passion for the game makes it better, makes it a better experience, makes it more fun. Totally. And it's got to be something that it, it's, it's got to be what you are 
not just something that you turn on and off, right? Like it's one thing to it's it's one thing to to it's say it's hard to fake it. Yeah, that's it's something you cannot fake. Like if you if you if you're not an enthusiastic person about the the sport that you're coaching or about coaching in general, and all of a sudden you you show up with this group of people that you're trying to lead and you turn it on right now and you're you're somebody different. I picture those some, you know, there's some certain denominations of preachers that, that you might have a conversation with them beforehand and they get behind the pulpit and they become a different person when they start to talk. And it's like, where did that voice come from? Right. That's not who this guy is. Not to make fun of. Yeah, I, I guess I get yep, I guess, I, guess I did make fun of right. <laughs> So, well, just be who you are. Right. But you can be passionate, be passionate about what you're preaching, but be who you are. Right. And if, and I if, think that, and that's, I mean, you just, you, you drop number two right there, which is very important. Number two Be for genuine. you? I mean, I'm just saying, I, I didn't have that on my list. Oh. But did you have Be Yourself? I probably had something that is similar to that. Okay. Not well, not really. Not really. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I think that's important. I mean, that, that's a totally coach. different point. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, your players see that they if you're if you're trying to be someone else, if you're trying to you know put up a front, they sniff that out very easily. Yeah, and you lose trust, you lose respect, so it just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't think. I think you got to be yourself, and uh, that lets those guys around you know that, that you know they can. They know who the, who they're following. They know who their leader is. Right. Yeah. That's important. Good point. The number one I had on my list was this: love kids. Mm. Right. Yep. It sounds weird when you say it. You can say that, right? You can say. You can say. Yeah, you can, can say love say kids. It. Yeah. You could say it generally. There's a comedian. There's a comedian. Uh, what's his name? Dimitri Martin. You, ever, you, you listen to com comics much? Every once in a while. Demetri Martin says that uh, there are certain phrases that you can say in a general way and they're normal, but when you get specific is when they get really weird, right? Like, for example, yeah. I love kids, right? I love kids. But it's when you say, I love 12-year-olds. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you can't it, say that, right? You can't say that. We live in a world now where, <laughs> especially if you're talking to teenagers, they, uh, they pick those words and phrases out pretty easily. We'll be having conversation during practice or at a uh, at a banquet you know any any type yeah. of team event and someone will say something and then you hear a bunch you know five or six teenagers start snickering they'll turn it into like, an innuendo of some sort that you did not yes, intend exactly. for it to be yeah so this yeah but, you know that's that's the that's the world we live in unfortunately yeah, there's no there's nothing pure about about the life anymore <laughs> Unfortunately, it yeah. Seem like it. But you there is something very pure. Careful about it. There is something very pure about this point and the principle behind this point, and that is, is, is I as a coach, I want to know that you truly love the people that you're working with. And if you're working with kids, hopefully you love kids and you you want to see the best of out of them, right? And and when I say you want to see them be their best, we're not even talking. I'm not talking about the sport that they're playing. I'm talking about right. life in general, right? Remove coaching from it. Like, let's say you're not coaching. Are you, are you still a person that is doing something to support and help young people in general, right? I think, 
you know, because we're talking about, you know, because you might not be that kind of person and you can still coach. But we're talking about sure. we, characteristics that we believe to be of the best coaches. And if you want to be a really, if you want to find a really great coach for an organization or for a team, find somebody that really genuinely loves, cares about kids and loves them. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Coach. I think it makes it easier to be a good coach. You know, could you be a good coach without having that attribute? Maybe. You know, you could be effective, mm-hmm. and you can be still a good leader, a good a good uh, role model. But I think having that motivates you to be to be the best as you can be. Yeah. For those people that you're working for, yeah, but yeah, that's that's a big one. What is that? Three. That's three. All right, number four. I'll say be resourceful. Okay. And there's a few ways you can do that, and I'm another one of my points kind of is a piggyback off of this, but you know, I would say when I'm thinking about being resourceful use the people around you that that are available to you. So if you're coaching a youth team, reach out to the high school coach Mm. in your area. Reach out to multiple high school coaches, but specifically reach out to the, your local high school coach so that you could talk to them about, Hey, you know, what are we not teaching, you know, well enough? What are you seeing with our kids that come to you? You know, that they're not as developed in other things that they are in this. And we know that gives them an idea or gives you an idea of what you need to work on for sure or what the philosophy is or how they like to practice or, you know, anything like that. And you're not only doing your team a service, but you're doing your, those guys a service when they or girls, when they get into the high school program. Mm-hmm. So you're working together with that. You know, you're, you've, you've actually making yourself part of that program. Yeah. And then two, surround yourself with good people yeah people the best people that you can you know so look for those people don't don't just rely on your own uh, knowledge and uh, uh, energy yeah but use that of people around you yeah i i had a I've, I've got a similar point so i'll tuck it in there underneath yours here so it's not an additional one it's still number four but my what i wrote down was delegation and collaboration so, nice, so yes. you know, be be the kind. You're the kind of person that, like you said, one, you surround yourself with people who can do the things that you can't do, that do things well that maybe you don't do as well. Where you're weak, they're strong, and so those people you delegate, you delegate things to them, and then just like you elaborated on, you know, collaborate with everyone and anyone that you possibly can uh, to be as effective as you possibly can. Um, you know, it's. I think people who People who love kids and you know understand the game that you're trying to play and coach, you know, uh, are the people that you want to surround yourself with on your coaching staff and collaborate with. However, and so, so in the in those two ways, those people are like you. However, I would say you don't want people that are like you and all those other like whatever their strengths are you might not be as strong as so find people that aren't like you. Right. But like you definitely want people that love kids and, you know, and love the game, have a passion for the game and are enthusiastic, you know, but, but also make sure that you got some different personalities there as well and, and surround yourself, be, be confident in surrounding yourself with those people 
as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you use the word delegate. And I would say mm. that goes hand in hand with trusting those people. Trust, trust. You know, is empower huge. them yeah. to coach, to take some of that weight off your shoulders, uh, to use their skill and knowledge, uh, to, you know, to help the team. Yeah. A lot of coaches have a tendency to surround themselves with good people and then not allow them mm. to help. You and know, they just wear a uniform just, and sit in the dugout, right? Or they go yeah, out and coach right. that base, or they, or whatever sport you're playing. That you know, they're just they're just yeah, around. Sure. And sometimes, you know, I think that I've experienced this in high school. You know, having discussions with my assistant coaches, they kind of like to teach certain things differently than I do. So you know, I, yeah, there's some evaluation there, and and sometimes some give and take. Yeah. Going okay. I, if if you want to control this, go ahead and control it. I'll I'll let you teach it the way that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I'll give number five. I said All I right. said love kids first, but I, and then number two, I, I I've got no know your kids, know them, know your athletes, and so I guess I yeah. guess to put a word to put one word on this, I would say empathy is a characteristic. <laughs> Empathy is a characteristic of a great coach because, sure is, because definitely. here's the, the dichotomy is like you're coaching a team. Most, I mean, we, we might be talking to some coaches that are listening to our podcast who coach individuals, you know, individuals and in individual sports. But for the most part, I'd say we're probably talking to people who coach teams. And so as much as we see it as our job to make them a team, to make all these individuals one and, and get them to, to mesh and get that chemistry working well to, to have success as a team, they're still individuals, which means they're all different, which means they, they have different learning styles. They, you know, the ways that they rest and recover are different. Like we're finding that in the off season in the weight room now, right? I mean, some kids, some kids recover easily, more easily than others. And so, and so you, you might have a kid that, that, that only comes two times a week instead of three. And, and we, you know, you might need to understand why, or maybe that's happening for another reason. Like maybe that kid has to have a job because he needs to help support his family or maybe, you know, there's all kinds of things, you know, the different ability, you know, abilities that your kids have, what kinds of things motivate them, you know, what's their home life like, what are their academics like, you know, those are the things like if, if, if those, like, if you're just now hearing that and thinking of it for the first time, then I would say, you take a step back, evaluate your, you know, because these should be, these should be regular parts of who you are as a coach. In yeah, my opinion sure. I, and yours. I completely agree with you. I had empathy on my list. Awesome. You know, and I actually think we're segueing into another, but I'll, just sticking with empathy. Kids today are dealing or living in a world that's completely different than the world that most coaches today grew up in. Yeah. Different challenges. Some would say more difficult. I, you know, I'm not, I don't know about that, but it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. And you just can't say, well, this is how I was treated when I was a kid. So I'm going to treat every kid this way. You have to understand what they're dealing with. And that's true from a, I would say, a more holistic perspective and just an individual perspective or a daily perspective. You know, something could have happened to a kid during school that ruins their day, ruins their attitude, ruins their energy. 
And as a coach, is our first thought, why are you stinking? Or I wonder if something happened to this yeah. person that is affecting them right now. Yeah. And can I help it? And, and we're not, you know, you're not saying that there's, you know, that the other side of that is it, we, we're there to do a particular job and, you know, and we see that we have, we have a responsibility to help them to maybe categorize some things, you know, and say, okay, now this, this can be your escape from whatever it is that you're dealing with. And let's, Absolutely. and let's, you know, let's, you know, let's learn how, because you're going to have to, the rest of your life's going to be like that. You're going to have to yeah. deal with things, you know, on the side of why you're trying to focus on being really good at something in the moment. And so that's, let's use that. Let's use it to, and, and, you know, to grow in. And so we get that, that, you know, there is a responsibility to teach them other responsibilities as well, even when life isn't going well. Uh, but, but still you're not, it's, it's valuable to have the perspective of being able to step back and see that there are other things going on in their lives and each one of them, yeah. e and it's going to be different for each one of them. So your team yep. is a whole bunch of individuals. They're a bunch of individual persons. Yep. And that's, a, I think that approach is imperative for individual development and team development. Yeah. So it, it aids both. I'll jump back because I think there's, there's a attribute that is important in what we're discussing here, and that's the ability to communicate. Oh, yeah, I've, uh, so I've, think, I've got that too. So we'll make that number six. Okay, so you know, the, we'll keep it rolling. Being able to communicate with your players, obviously on a one on one mm -hmm. as a team, ability to communicate with your assistant coaches, ability to communicate with your parents, ability to over communicate. Yes. Right? So, you know, there's all communication so big and helpful, not just for development, but also to make the experience better for everyone involved. Yeah. And communicate in a timely manner. Yes. <laughs> right? right. I mean, you know, like I, I thought of that when you said over communicate, it, you know, it includes, it includes, you know, communicating, you know, when you need to communicate things, make sure that you're, you're good at that. Like you, th you think of it, it's your thoughtfulness, your thoughtfulness leads you to, Hey, I want to make sure that you guys understand this is coming up or this is, you know, we don't know all the details now, but I'm going to go ahead and let you know, as soon as we do, we're going to tell you. And so just kind of, it kind of alleviates one alleviates the anxiety that everybody is having about whatever it is that they're wondering about, but also it alleviates all those texts and calls that you might be getting asking the same question over and over again as a coach, but yeah. yeah. And, and as, coaches, as coaches, a lot of times we want our players to communicate with each other. Yeah. And you know, we'll sell them. There's never not a reason to communicate. Yep. You know, how many outs are there? Don't assume everyone knows, right? Yeah. If everyone knows and you say it, it doesn't hurt anything. But at the same time, some of us sometimes forget to practice that ourselves for sure yeah and and communication includes listening as well as talking oh yes so yes correct yeah so both of those i have a very valuable one that's it to me and and i'm and i'm i'm sure it is to you as well and uh that is this will be number seven driven to improve 
character, a characteristic of a, of a coach who is uh, a great coach is someone who is always learning, a s- student of the game, but not that's just. That's what I have on my list, yeah, student of the game. There you go. Yeah, not, yeah absolutely. And, and not just the game, but just, just getting better personally and as a coach as well. Like what kinds of things, you know, that you're doing things as, I, well, let's put it this way. If you're going to be a great coach, then you need to develop as a coach faster than the rate of your players, of your athletes, right? Yeah. Like, like our, listen, these, our kids have a lot of things at their disposal right now, you know, between TikTok, YouTube, you know, there, you know, I've got people now texting me, sending me videos and asking me, Hey, I'm, I'm watching this video of this guy giving hitting instruction. And I want to know if this is, if this is good, like, is this going to, is this going to help fix my problem? And they're they're being proactive, like they're wanting they're wanting to, to get better, they're wanting to do it. And if they're out there doing it, you better you better be in front of them, right? Sure. Uh, so that you can you know help help kind of guide where they should be going as well. Uh, but success is a moving target, and that's and that's and therefore we got to keep evolving, we got to keep getting better because it's not just going to stay in the same place. Just because you were successful yesterday doesn't mean you're going to be tomorrow. And so we got we've got to nope. keep got to keep improving. Yeah, you can't ever have something that you say this is the way it's. We've always done it, and it's all the way we'll always do it. Yeah, you have to be flexible on that, and definitely, you know, you, it, as you start coaching, don't just think, "Well, this is what I was taught." This yeah. is you know how we were coached when I was a kid or when I was young. Uh, you do your research, you know, and, and like you said, you tr- try to develop try to improve uh, i would say continual improvement a process of continual improvement because the the truth is you're never going to be at the spot where you really want to be right but you can always get better every day you can you can get a little bit better yeah but yeah completely agree with that case and Even it, the games what i had and that's true in everything we've talked about so far you know everything yeah. we've talked about our enthusiasm our resourcefulness you know, the way that we communicate, we can improve those things, evaluate and improve how we do them and, and, you know, what we need to do to get better at them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you do that by listening to podcasts like this, right? <laughs> That's right. Or watching podcasts like this, right? This, and uh, yeah. we're, we're going to improve and get better at, at this, at this stuff, this new venture we have, but no, but yeah, li- but not just ours. Like, listen, listen to podcasts, take notes, watch videos, you know, go to clinics when you get the opportunity to go to clinics. Just do do everything you can to evolve as the – well, that's just that in general. Evolve as the sport changes. All the sports that we're all coaching are changing. Rules are changing. And, you know, like if you're a basketball coach and you're a, you're a high school basketball coach and you came into the season, you have a pretty major, pretty significant rule change when, regarding free throws, don't you? Yeah. I mean, you know, there are no – there is no longer a one-and-one – a one in bonus free throw, and I, I gotta say this, Pat. No little, longer exists. Little little caveat, little caveat, ta- little tangent here. All right, I find this to be funny. D- did you read the NFHS explanation for why, like why they made one of, one of one of the reasons for why they made this rule? I think I did. I'm not for sure. I remember what they said. I remember. I, in my mind, I have an idea of why they did it. Well, there were there were different points, but one of the points was this: that they had done some kind of a study of injuries over the course of a number of years that take place, I know, you're, you look confused, that take place during the, the, 
the one-and-one free throw where, where people are entering the lane at the same time, right? Now, I've got a question for you. How many years have you watched basketball games? As many as you can remember, right? 42. I, yeah, as a little kid in 1985, I remember going to watch those racing Southern tornadoes, right? I have never, I cannot recall of all the basketball injuries I've ever seen in my life. Do you, I don't know that I've ever seen an injury during that time of the game. So that's point number one for me on this, on this excuse or this reason. Point number two, uh, are you not going to have boxing out in the, did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. What's going on? Did we say something? The trigger is is AI say, assuming that we're speaking. Did somebody say congratulations? Happy birthday! Thing? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out if it ends up on the regular video. But, but here's the thing: like on the second free throw, are they not going to be boxing out? Are they not going to be entering the lane? They're saying they're cutting it half or what? Well, it. I don't. I don't know. I, I to me, I tell you what it sounds like to me. It sounds like they somebody had to come up with a reason. And they said, and they just said that there is no way, there's no way that there's any kind of study that re that shows that there's a bunch of injuries during that time, and even if that is the reason, it doesn't make any sense because there's still the second free throw. They're going to be boxing out. They're going to be entering the lane the same way. It doesn't make any sense. Right. I, I, it's going to remove a lot of the drama I think at the end of games where you need to to hit two free throws and you got one and a bonus, and you missed the first one. Or you need to, or yeah. you need to hit one. You need to hit one, right. and you miss the first one, and you get a second chance yeah. at it, right? Um, I thought it was a speed up rule, but yeah, you're. I think you're right there. I think it is a speed up yeah. rule because everybody wants things yeah. to go faster these days, right? Of course. <laughs> Where are we at? Number nine. I don't know. Number eight, I think. I think we're at nine. Are we at nine? <laughs> oh yeah. Looking at the clock, we might be at nine. Uh, I I said love coaching. Just love coaching. Just love it. Yeah. Just love coaching in general. Love, love. I think I've I've seen coaches that I feel like maybe either lost their their energy, their joy, their joy, happiness, in in coaching, and it 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 has an impact, a negative impact on them and their team. So it's something that you yeah. need to enjoy doing. You know, I definitely wouldn't recommend. I mean, especially, I mean, you can't do it for the money at high school and below. Right. Uh, right. You're if you, most likely you're if you're doing it, you're doing it because you love because you love coaching. There's a good percentage of people that probably are at this level. Sure. Right. And I would even go. I think they're. You know. Just make sure you love what you're doing. Yeah. And it'll make you a lot better. Yeah, because there are there are a lot of other reasons to do it. Well, nobody else some, nobody yeah. else wanted it, and so I had to take it. You know, and, yeah. but I've even heard people Would say you that. That's a one-year thing. Sometimes, sometimes that happens. That, sometimes that has to happen, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. We all want to do things. You're going to be the best at things that you endeavor to do that you love. I mean, we all have to do things that we don't love. But it's those things that we really love and have a passion for that uh, we're really good that we're really good at. And I think you know if you don't love it as much, I, I love I love the thought of instead of searching for what you're you know searching for what you're passionate about and and finding that and doing it, you could you could search for something you're passionate about for for years and never find it, right? And then you're just wandering. 
I like the idea of, hey, wherever you happen to be right now, like maybe you're coaching right now and you don't want to be. Like you're one of those people that said, I, I stepped up because no one else did and I didn't want these kids to have to suffer. Well, right now this is where your feet are, right? And yeah. so plant your passion. If you're a passionate person, plant it right here. And you'll find, you might find a, new, a whole new passion, a whole new love um, for, for something that uh, if Good you word. just make that decision. So number 10, the, the, really this is, the, this is the last thing I had written down. I think I only wrote down like seven things, but we've overlapped a lot. I said, I said uh, a great coach is disciplined is a disciplined person. And, and That's a I, tough one. I know, yes, it's a convicting one. it is, it is. And so, <laughs> and I want to make sure that I, that I explain what I'm not saying. Like, this is not, we lead our teams with discipline or we preach and expect discipline, right? That's not what I'm saying. Cause I know somebody, mm-hmm. somebody, somebody might say, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a discipline. I'm a discipline coach. I, d- I discipline sure. my kids. Well, yeah, that's great. But that's not what we're talking about. This is you. This is me. You are disciplined. You lead the way of being a person who is, has a disciplined life. You have, you have discipline in your life. You're, and then your athletes can see that in you, and they imitate you. So sure. you're, you're, you know, you're organized. You know, you're not going to ask them to, you know, you're, you're not going to ask them to do something that you wouldn't do yourself, right? Yes. Uh, you know, that, that you know that you couldn't potentially do yourself or hadn't at some point in your life done yourself. You know, th- th- there are, there are, and obviously we, we all do think like if you're 76 years old and you're still coaching and you're in the weight room and you're ha- you're, you're teaching your kids how to lift, you're not going to sit down there and do the same things that they're doing. That's not what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but you, that's why I like when those junior high or the uh, elementary kids come in because I can, you can outlift them. Out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But on some level, but see, you might not be doing the same things that they're doing, but on some level, you, you are, right? On some level, you're still exercising. You're still eating good nutrition. You're still, those are the kind, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's really, I think, I think it's sometimes difficult for kids to respect an adult who tells them, you know, hey, you need to eat really, you need to eat better than what you're eating. And then at, yeah. they're saying that as, and he, and he as they're like in me. the drive-through of McDonald's, right? Like we just ordered and now we're, we're waiting on our food. Hey, by the way, if you're going to lift and you're going to get some, make, you want, you're hoping to make gains, you need to make sure that you're eating really well. Now, oh, thanks for my fries. Yeah. Could I get, could I get extra, some, some extra salt for that? No, no. Let's set the example, right? Let's set the example. No, you're right. And I you feel better. Right. Like if I, I will, I do, I get on my kids about what the way they eat. I get on. I get on, I get on our, our, our players, our athletes, about, about their nutrition because I hate to see them working so hard in the weight room and knowing, yep. that, knowing that what their nutritional habits are doing is actually fighting against all of the work that they're, do- that they're putting in in the weight room. And so I'll get, I'll, I'll get on them. I got behind one of them the other night to spot him doing a squat. He was, I saw him. He was, he was by himself, and I said, I got you. I got you. He went, he went down to that squat and ripped a fart so long and so loud and so smelly and i kid you not pat now this is the part of the this is the part of the podcast where it gets a little gross but you know you know a big mac when you smell it don't you <laughs> yeah I, you I know sm- what i'm saying though <laughs> and i'm like dude no, I, hey. that's a big mac and he said that's two coach like okay okay you know you're you're working hard why are you putting that in your body Right. You know, it's hard, though. That's the biggest thing. And I think 
Nutrition is the missing. I don't it's the greatest missing ingredient. element for the common uh, high school player. Yeah. The ones that are elite, the ones that everybody looks at and says there's something different about that guy or that gal, right? You know what it is? Usually, it's the discipline way that they that they eat, yeah. and it's that it's, their, yeah. it's those habits. Are those habits are different than yours? Yeah, and you know, uh, you know, creatine and and like pre-workout and these things are getting they're, they're becoming they're very getting, very vogue really really they're very trendy right yeah yeah and you know i've been telling a lot of the athletes that come in our way look there's other ways to go about this you know I, I and i the picture that i paint to them is look if you have to take this stuff to get ready to work out you're training your body to need that to perform at its best yeah so really what you're saying is you should, you're going to have to start taking them before games and practice as well. Man, I said the same thing. I said the exact same yeah. thing the other night. Somebody asked me, I'm, I kid you not, last night somebody asked me about pre-workout, and that was my exact answer. That I, I never, like even personally, I said I, I've never, I've, I've tried it. I've, I, I, there was a phase in my life where I, where I took some, like a little, I don't know, I, I bought some. It was in a little, a little container, really like strong, sweet blueberry, blackberry flavoring stuff. It had BCAA, you know, and a bunch of sugar and caffeine and all that to get you jacked. You know, and, and granted, yeah. I get it. I, I mean, I get it. that It gives a boost of energy, which is then going to allow you to get more work done in the weight room at a at a higher level of intensity right and so then if you're working at a higher level of intensity then that means you're going to make some better gains but i kind of stand where david goggins does on this like he doesn't even listen to music when he's running for that same reason he's like if i need music to jack me up and motivate me to run then i don't need to be out here trying it i, I need the motivate that needs to be from in here because and here's the thing and i know you agree with this in the weight room you're not just developing physically mm. you're developing mentally That's as well right. yeah so it's a good thing it's an opportunity when you go in there and don't feel the greatest yeah and know that hey, i'm, I'm going to do what it takes to get through my workout because what happens man doesn't that happen and in, in, during our games yeah yeah and i'll tell and you what's a real life situation scenario what happens when you run out of pre-workout or you forget to take it and you come in and you have a bad workout are you tempted to make an excuse? Mm. Oh, well, yeah, well, yeah. it's no, it's no wonder I couldn't get that last, that last set, the full, you know, full five reps because I, I didn't have my pre-workout today. Mm. No, no, that's not it. It was down there somewhere. You just didn't, you just, be, you have now become reliant upon a supplement to do what you need to be able to do. Yeah, I think we're losing a bunch of endorsements right now. But <laughs> and, yep. and, you know, maybe we could have someone on the muscle tech and all these yeah. spin it a different way, or you know, oh, teach would, you something about I, it. I would be glad. I'm open to it. Like, I mean, if it if, sure, me too. Yeah, <laughs> we're I mean, constantly I'm, I'm learning doing some research on it, and it's not like creatine. You know, some people are like creatine's bad for you. Well, I don't think it's bad. For Actually, you. there is not uh, creatine is the is. I mean, from everything that I've seen, there is not one negative study that's come back from creatine. Not one. You can't. You can't find a single scientist that gives you something that's negative about creatine. Oh, like really everybody well, should be I taking mean, creatine every day. Yeah, I'm not for sure. I've seen a study one way or the other on it, but I know that a lot of the things that I read say that the gains that you get from creatine, you can also get. Oh, absolutely. Through, through nutrition. Diet. Yeah. 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 And especially true for 
high school and under. Yeah, at the, that age, right, right. So yeah, how do we get, get on? <laughs> Yeah, it came off of discipline, but anyway, there's probably five or six more that we could talk about and uh, and give for characteristics of great coaches because everybody, you know, and you might, if you're listening, you, you probably have a, a number of different ones too that you jotted down. Let us know. I mean, a lot of times these episodes yeah, come absolutely. from people who, who you know just ask us, and we we start talking a little bit about about okay, we'll we'll make a couple lists. So yeah, yeah, this was good. I enjoyed this good deal yeah me too me forth. too yeah i'm uh, excited to see what happens here with uh the video yeah well we'll uh we'll, we'll we'll see we'll go ahead and post it as soon as we get her ready to go good deal i gotta go move my truck and eat lunch i do i, I my lunch is waiting for me so yeah i'm sorry about that i have a bad That's experience i can share with you about Uh-oh. you guys playing basketball that, tonight uh, jake playing basketball tonight Jake's, Jake's off this season. <laughs> oh. Oh, he decided not to play basketball. That's right. Okay. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's been working out four days a week. Uh, got a workout, good workout plan from one of my good buddies. Good deal. And, uh, yep, he's going he's gonna to be ready to roll in the spring. to prepare for baseball. Nice. Yep. I asked that because the, December 1st is – the first day that you're allowed to play yeah, games going for, for boys, right? Men's, yeah, or yep. uh, uh, high school boys, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I, I heard you were at the girls' game the other night at Meg's. And I was there, yeah. Didn't say hi or anything. Nope. It's, it's cool. Well, That's you know, got, got to stay with our peeps over there. Right. I guess uh, <laughs> even though there's a few of yours on our side. There was. One very important one trying to recruit. I've oh, got videos no. of him and everything. So he's going to be <laughs> heading to the state soon. So. <laughs> hey, listen, the, Me- the Meg's girls team looks good. Yeah, they do. They they've, do. They've got. Uh, they're not deep. Well, it's, they're a strong group of seniors. They're, yeah. Their yeah. starters are all seniors. Yep. Uh, that's been the event in the program. Has had a lot of time over the past four years and. A good group of kids. And oh yeah, the, I like four of those girls that were out there. I could have sworn they'd been there for eight years. I feel like <laughs> yeah, I, been there a while. Yeah, yeah. I asked Kaylee. I said, "Didn't didn't so and so play when you were in high school?" And she said, "No, but I'm pretty sure the year after I graduated. Well, because Kaylee's out of been on high school for four years, so they couldn't have been, right. you know. But but yeah, I mean, a, a lot of those girls started when they were freshmen, and that's why they're so familiar. Yep. Yeah. Good deal. Yep. Hopefully, they have a great year. I was impressed with. I was actually impressed with the Eastern's teams. The, the middle school teams are phenomenal, but the the high school team played hard, man. They they're gritty, man. Yeah. And uh, Hope Reed, baller. <laughs> yes. Yes. He impressed me a lot. Yeah, for sure. So, right on. Fun season for him. Yeah. All right, Coach. Good seeing you. Good to see you. Literally see you. Hopefully, we'll be back in the studio together next week. Hopefully. All right. All right. See you, everyone. Thanks for joining us.